Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I'm one half of your host, Sam Cabrera-Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorsad. Together we have combed through book talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The book of the moment for today's episode is Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. We will also be discussing the Amazon Prime video adaptation of this book. Taylor Jenkins Reid is the author of the New York Times bestselling novels, Carrie Soto's Back, Malibu Rising, Daisy Jones and the Six, and The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, as well as One True Love's Maybe in Another Life, After I Do, and Forever Interrupted. Her books have been chosen by Reese's Book Club, Read with Jenna, Indie Next, Best of Amazon, and Book of the Month. Her novel, Daisy Jones and the Six, is currently being adapted by Hello Sunshine. Well, it's already on there. She lives in Los Angeles. Cool. Um, Before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding this book, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote, for a while, Daisy Jones and the Six were everywhere. Their albums were on every turntable. They sold out arenas from coast to coast. Their sound defined an era. And then on the 12th of July, 1979, they split. Nobody ever knew why until now. They were lovers and friends and brothers and rivals. They couldn't believe their luck until it ran out. This is their story of the early days and the wild nights. What was that? That was my laptop making. Okay, okay, noise. okay. I was for a second. I was like, "Did I lose you?" No. Um, <laughs> uh, this is their story of the early days and the wild nights, but everyone remembers the truth differently. The only thing they all know for sure is that from the moment Daisy Jones walked barefoot on stage at the whiskey, their lives were irrecoverable. Irre- <laughs> irrevocably changed (laughs) making music is never just about the music and sometimes it can be hard to tell where the sound stops and the feelings begin without any further ado let's get into it starting off with some trigger warnings lots of drug use Mm -hmm. addiction abortion alcohol use cheating divorce unplanned pregnancy parental neglect death rehab there was also like a little little violence in there was there there's also some like sexual assault kind of like Daisy in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that covers um that. So, so I don't ever want to read a Taylor Jenkins read book again after this. This was my I this was my one exception so that we mm-hmm. could cover it for the show. Mm-hmm. Um I still think she's a very mid writer. After reading okay. Daisy Jones and the Six, I want to be very clear about something. The audiobook was manageable, mm-hmm. but I personally could not do it without the text. I tried both ways. Like, I tried to just read it, and I was like, this is really boring. I can't read it. Uh-huh. Um, so then I tried just the audiobook while it was working, and I was like, there's too many fucking characters. I hate books like this. So okay. I had to do both. <laughs> I had to listen and, like, have the audiobook or, and have the book in front of me at the same time, which okay. worked. Um, better, I guess. Fair. I just truly hate interview format with a bunch of characters. I think it's... And so my reason for saying this is a mid-book, because I do think, like, the storyline was interesting. Uh-huh. Although I do believe TJR just has no original thoughts ever. So there's uh-huh. that. Um, But I do... I just couldn't get behind the, like the way the format of the interview was because I, we won't spoiler any spoil anything from seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, but that is an interview, but it's different. Right. Because it goes interview. And then it's like in the parts where Evelyn is telling her story, it's uh-huh. like first person written like a book. Right. Yeah. Um, this was insufferable. I think if you can't, if you need the audiobook to get through a text, then it can't be a good book. You know what I mean? Okay. Like without, and that's not – I'm not trying to say, like, audiobooks aren't reading. I love no. audiobooks. Yeah. I, I fully think that's reading. But I'm saying if you can't just pick up a book and, like, and it's good and you can enjoy it, then I don't – like, the the TV show format, and we'll talk about that more, that was absolutely the correct format. Like, it was so enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. But the the actual book, I could not – I thought that this was extremely mid – I loved the audiobook. I love. I thought the, the audiobook was good once you got in. Okay, yeah, that's 
I I loved the interview format, and I was frustrated with the show. Because really? We have so opposing views. We have opposing views. I think the audiobook, because, like, the whole... I liked that, like, reading the book, you didn't actually really know what happened. Mm-hmm. Because everyone is an unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. They're all fucking rock stars. It's all years years later where they're talking about this. And they all have something to lose and skin in the game. And so it's like, I, you don't, Hi, I don't know. It just seemed like, <laughs> I know Yoda came in. <laughs> it just seemed like such a, like, I, I felt like that was a good way to tell the story of these rock stars from the 1970s. I don't know. And then, um, that being said, it's been a long time since I listened to it, but I remember just being so engrossed in the story and in the audiobook, and I was frustrated with the changes they made in the show. Real, okay, I was frustrated with a few changes, so I am with you there. Okay. Um, I just truly thought, like, I if you give me more than, like, eight <laughs> narrators in an audiobook, at least they had different voices, I will say. Like, yeah. That was absolutely necessary, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just can't, I just can't do it. Um, and that's okay. a personal preference. Like I just, I hate interview style books. I've said this about almost any interview style book. So, yeah. um, that's just on fair. Me. But I also think this whole thing was, I, I mean, maybe it was predictable on purpose, but yeah. Cause I mean, it was inspired by like the whole thing is like, yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. It's inspired by like the bands who rode high and rode like super passionate, all the shit mm-hmm. and then broke up. Yeah. So it's like, I think they did, I think the book did a really great job with the nuances and like the the things that left unsaid in the relationship. And they dealt with addiction, I thought, yeah. really well. With Daisies, Daisies and Billies, I think, mm-hmm. in the book was so good. And then the show was different with that. But. I feel like the show more romanticized the addiction, I'm not going to lie. They did, like, and they didn't go yeah. into Billy's as much because, like, Billy's was a yeah. big deal in huge the book, and yeah, and they just and then they made him like actually relapse in the show, whereas like in the yeah, book he like yeah. almost like he like yeah he has he, a sip he has a sip but he like stops and then I uh, and okay also the biggest fucking thing they actually made them kiss multiple times yeah i hate in the that. show i yeah. hated it i think it it was a lot like you said to to show that in the book there's unre- they were but all of them were all unreliable narr- narrators yeah. so especially because they're talking to billy's fucking daughter right like, that was also really predictable i was yeah. like why would billy do an interview if he clearly doesn't even really want to talk about this yeah. so it must be someone they know yeah um but I feel like in the show they did a better job of like making that a big reveal. But also I knew, so maybe you know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I was like, well, are we gonna give us any hints? Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, the the them kissing. I really like the way they did it in the book, right? Yeah. Like where they're sitting at the piano and they almost kiss, mm-hmm. and that's why Billy has the line about like life's not about what you almost did; it's about what you do did. or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, so in in the show when they like kiss kiss i was like oh and then more he than kisses once her too. yeah like, i was he... like no come on that wasn't the point yeah um yeah i i totally agree with you there were definitely a few changes but there were a few changes in the in the show that i really did enjoy one okay. being one okay this is a t- two part but they're related okay all of the characters felt way more believable in the show Okay. In the book, I was like, you're all insufferable. I can't listen to any of you talk. And also, none of you feel like a real character to me. But I think that's the nature of an interview. Yeah. I didn't get a description, really, of them. and uh, These are all memory kind of. And they're all kind of lying, you know. So it's you don't really get a good idea of that character. um, Except for through the eyes of the other people in the interview. Um, So I felt way more, like, in not engrossed but like i I felt like i had way more care for the characters in the show because i i got a better idea of 
who, who they, they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that note, I loved that Simone played a bigger part in the show. Like yeah. she got her own little episode really or like half of an episode. Side. Yeah. yeah, she got her own little side plot that was going yeah. on. And I really appreciated that. And I thought that was cool because she was a likable character in the book. But it was kind of like, okay, she's basically just a device to show that Daisy's a shitty friend. Yeah. Like, that's about it. Well, it was, like, that was the one person who truly loved Daisy. Yeah. And that was that was Daisy's family. And it, I think that was what that was showing was, but Daisy was kind of, didn't know how to properly love somebody. Right. Right. And, um, yeah, I love, oh my God, Simone and Bernie. I was yes. obsessed Slay. with them. So slay, loved them. I loved love everything that. about that whole subplot. I was like, no notes. <laughs> yeah. Perfect subplot. Loved that. Excellent. Uh, I was glad that she got her little, you know, love story that played out for her and her, like, her having this full circle moment of when she was telling Daisy not to, you know, turn down her opportunity for someone else. And then mm-hmm. she turned down her opportunity, but for like a different reason for someone else yes. and for yeah. herself. Yeah. So it was just really full circle. I thought that was a great little, little thing that was yeah. more expanded on in the show rather uh-huh. than it, how it was in the book. Um, I agree. I also, Camilla is that bitch. I she love is. this woman. Like in the book, we got an idea of Camilla Kind of. I loved her in the book. No, I feel like I liked her in like the, the book. I was like, she was the really only likable character besides Simone for me in the yeah. book. Yeah. Um, and in the show, I was like, look at this little badass smacking Billy across the face, being like, "You have the nerve to cheat on me? Who yeah. are you cheating on me?" I was like, "You are that bitch, girl." Yes. And they made the affair or like the sleeping with Eddie. Eddie was so different too. Eddie was yeah. awful in the book. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because when I was, I, I had another friend who didn't read the book, but watched the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like sending her my little thoughts as I was going along. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this motherfucker with the, like Eddie on the screen. And she was like, he gets better. And I was like, he gets better? <laughs> what? He's not supposed to. No. <laughs> Eddie was a little insufferable piece of shit. <laughs> he was awful. Yeah. 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 I thought it was very interesting how they changed the plot of her, of Camila sleeping with someone, potentially, mm-hmm. to sleeping with Eddie, Eddie. for sure. Um, I thought that was quite interesting, and I thought, I did think it worked, though. I thought it made I think for it more drama. It did, because it, it Intimate. fueled Eddie's hatred for Billy, yeah. and resentment towards Billy, and then- On every it, level. On every level, yeah. and then Billy being able to- throw that back at him in that last concert <laughs> yeah that Fuck. was yeah Oof. um i yeah i thought i mean i guess good for eddie for getting i i think that's the thing that i maybe didn't like about the show right was they made me like everybody at least a little I when i wasn't love supposed billy to. i hated I billy but yeah. i hate men i also don't think sam claflin or whatever his name is is attractive at all and i know that's an unpopular opinion i think he's attractive i think he was too old for this role he i agree with that older than everybody else in the band (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's true that's really true like leagues older than daisy okay like okay i looked up his age he is 36 ben barnes is 40 yeah i was gonna say he looks way older than that he looks older and Ben Barnes is 40 and Ben oh, Barnes ben looks Barnes. so he has aged so well I like he looks man. so young but mm-hmm. I mean even that like they just needed somebody I don't know like I, I know he's done needs, he, he needs they needed somebody who looks more like a young rock star that could yeah. also they can age up later yeah I love other Warren. than that yeah, I was going to say, I, I loved one. I was going to say, every other character, I feel like the casting was pretty spot on. I, I think I could really see. Good. I think it also, I'm saying that um, because it was a benefit to me that I had seen the casting before I read the book. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I think that the same thing happened when I read Shadow and Bone. I had seen the characters. I didn't watch the show before the book, but, but you I had who. seen the casting. Mm-hmm. So I was like picturing those people while I was reading for the most part. Um, did they, it worked for me. Did they get rid of a character in the show? 
Because Daisy Jones and the Six, there weren't six members of the band. I thought that was the thing. Billy, Graham, Warren, Eddie, Karen. No, that's all. The, that's all. I have the. I wrote a character list of the, in the book when I was okay reading. Um, I did think it was interesting that they kind of strayed away from um, that plotline where that one guy was in the band and then he leaves the band and then he dies in the war. In Vietnam, he, yeah. yeah. I I thought that was interesting that they, they made him a like, dentist. A dentist, yeah, and let him live. <laughs> I was like, um, why straying away from that? That I think they didn't want to have that conversation where Billy's like, it's not fair. Who decides? Like who? Like a piece of shit like me gets to live, and then a nice guy like that gets to die in these circumstances. You know. See, like that's the thing. It's like I think in the book they made. I think Billy was more likable in the book because we just had more depth to like his issues with addiction and his own mental health issues. Whereas like in the show, they didn't go into like, he was just a cheating piece of shit piece of shit in the show. Yeah. I did think that they, um, they did that reveal with Camila finding him cheating. I thought that they did that justice a little bit though. Yeah. I was like, but at that point they were supposed to be much bigger i don't know like there yeah was, like, wasn't it supposed to be on a tour bus not yeah, in the little a... van okay that's yeah. what i was thinking when i was watching it i was like mm, this doesn't yeah. this feels wrong for some reason but okay I'm glad. Bus. yeah i'm very that's very interesting yeah what were so... my other differences let me see that i caught that i made note of i have so many goddamn oh. book notes in my notes app right now so Riley Keo, I think she was cast like Who's she that? she was the, that was the one who played Daisy. Okay. So I think she did a really great job with that. They just they very much changed the energy, not the energy of Daisy. Um, no, I think Daisy thing, like, was totally different. Okay. In the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I am agreeing with you with what you're trying to say. Yes. Okay. Okay. In the book, it's like this. I think her backstory and like how she just had this beauty, this magnetizing beauty where shit started happening to her when she was so young. And I think they really did a good job in the book of mm-hmm. like yeah. explaining that. And I think that just wasn't a piece of it in the show. I agree. And I kind of wish that it was in this whole, like she walked in and everyone's eyes were on her. Every Like, yes, she's yeah. beautiful, but like that wasn't that energy. Yeah, I think that a lot of that was up to um, how they shot those scenes. Yeah. Like, they could have paid more attention to her, just her, when she would walk into a room. And I think that would have given us that impression that we got in the books. Versus, like, I I recall the scene where she walks into the studio for the first time Mm -hmm. to record with the six. And, like eddie question mark is just or warren is talking about her legs a little bit and she's it's like not, it's not my job to not turn you turn, on or whatever right, and i was like right. that could have been done so much better yeah like i thought that line was that was good, an afterthought but, like it, yeah it feel like they added it in like oh shit wait there was this thing in the book like we should probably add something yeah, like that it felt like now had we gotten like a like when she's walking in just her legs shot you know what i mean or whatever, right to show that temptation in person kind of vibe but mm-hmm. we didn't um which i don't think that would that was necessarily something too far-fetched to ask for i thought we could have i would have rather had the understanding that she was supposed to be super hot like with a leg shot while she's walking in mm-hmm. than have that scene where she's like unenjoy not enjoying the sex she's having when she's on top of that one guy right 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 like yeah. that was yeah. so unnecessary that didn't prove anything to the plot at all no. Except for that she was, like, just doing things to do things, I right. guess. Yeah. Unhappy. I was like, if you're going to yeah. sexualize her in one way, I would rather have it been, like, for the plot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, Good point. That was my... I, I agree with you, though. She did not give that, like, wow. She's she's gorgeous. I can't stop looking at her vibe. Yeah. yeah. No. She's beautiful, and she did, da- like, she did play a really good Daisy, but, like, it didn't have that. I felt the like thing she is, like, was way too likable in the show. Okay, that's fair. Because in the book, I didn't, I didn't like anybody, like I'm saying. But yeah. it was one of those things where it was like, I think it was because 
they romanticized her addiction a little too much. Yeah. That I was like, well, maybe for her, we could have gotten her romanticizing it, perhaps, because that's what was happening. But for everybody else to be like, I mean, she was just amazing still. Da-da-da. Right, right. Like, like, uh, they didn't, no, because, like, she was a fucking mess. She was a mess. She was a mess. they just made her so, it was very Manic Pixie Dream Girl in the show. It was. It was like, she, she had her drugs, she had her shit, but, like, she managed it. Like, and she, like, obviously there was the overdose, but, like, with everything else and like she was still able to do shows and like there were a couple times where it was a little messy but like i don't know like i what yeah, did I you didn't... think about that the overdose change billy finding her instead of yeah because simone found her in the no who found her it was still in nikki she wakes up in the bathtub and he's packing his bag and she's like, what happened? And he's like, oh, my God, you're okay. Good, you're okay. And she's like, what happened? And he's like, well, you had a little bit too much last night. And, you know, I wasn't sure if maybe, you know, it was like you were dead or whatever. Oh but God. you're okay. And so she has this realization. She's like, he was just going to leave me in the tub. Like, he's packing his bag. He was going to leave me dead and not tell anybody and not try to get me help. Yeah. And so that's when she, like, she convinces him to go back to sleep, and then she goes, she packs her bag, she leaves the hotel, and she tells the receptionist, like, leave a message for this room, da-da-da, say that, um, whatever her nickname was, Lola something, wants a divorce. And that was the end of Nikki. Okay. Which I thought was, like, powerful, but I I almost did kind of like Billy's moment there, because... He was mm-hmm. so mad at her. He was like, I'm literally going to kick her out of the band right now. Yeah. And I think it really showed, like, the juxtaposition clearly between a person who cares about her and Nikki, which I think made sense in that context. Yeah. Like, Nikki was like, oh, everything's fine. She's fine. Please leave. Right? Right. And so him, ch- Nikki choosing to pack a bag and leave in that moment because he couldn't be there. Right? Mm-hmm. Right showed a clear difference between how angry Billy had been, but he still went to help her. Yeah, he still cared about her. Yeah, I think that that was a good plot device, I feel. Uh-huh. Um, but I think they could have gone either way with it. I wasn't mad at that change, I feel. Okay, yeah, Because it still sense. got the point across to, to Daisy, like, this guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, Nikki's a piece of shit. He doesn't really care about me. Right. I think... It was just another thing, like, for me, I think it was another thing that, like, deepened and added more, like, events to the intimacy of their relationship mm-hmm. in the show that didn't happen in the book. Right. And so, like, that, I think that was one thing where I was like, okay, well, like, of course they made it Billy because it's about Billy and Daisy in this, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this relationship between Billy and Daisy. And I think that was frustrating because, like, at least as far as we know, in the book, they never really did. I don't know. Like, they, he stayed relatively faithful. But, yeah. Yeah. Before we move on to discuss the rest of Daisy Jones and the Six, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, let's continue the conversation. What did you think about uh, the changes they made to Nikki's character? Because mm-hmm. in the book, right, he's like this, he says he's an Italian prince kind of vibe. Right. And he is very clearly like like a dirty little addict. Like mm-hmm. he's not, I feel like they made him seem so clean and like so put together in the show. They made him more like, yeah, just like pretentious, but he, right, and he was likeable, put together. though. Yeah, like he seemed like not a bad guy on the surface. Oh, I didn't, I hated him. I hated, once, the first episode he was in with the, like, the shit with Simone visiting, yeah. and Oh, well, I, yeah, that was unlikable. But at, when we first meet him, I was like, uh, maybe, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, 
Yeah, I think, but the portrait, like, who Nikki was in the book versus the show, it didn't like that. Yeah. 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 I think they should have made him more like they was, Slimy. like he was in the book. Yeah. Because he was also using her money and he was, you know, right. to buy drugs. And he had that one moment where on the tour, when they are like waking up from on the tour bus and she doesn't really want to do any drugs mm-hmm. and he like convinces her. But I feel like they should have showed us more of that because yeah. that's how it was in the book. Right. Right. Yeah. You're right. I was just like, I mean, he just seems like another slimy guy, but yeah. not that slimy, you know? Yeah. It was just like, I feel like he was way, like, totally unlikable in the book. Uh-huh. And here they were, like, maybe trying to show us what Daisy saw in him. I don't know. Well, yeah, because, like, I think in the show, they, they didn't have any outright unlikable characters, like you said. Like, everybody, yeah. they tried to make everybody yeah. at least a little. But I think so they you made, care. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I think they made Billy worse in the show. But. Um, yeah, maybe. I just genuinely didn't like him in both. So maybe I yeah. was, like, torn because I was thinking all the things I know about him. <laughs> right. I think he was <laughs> a lot was watching. worse in the show, personally. Maybe. Maybe I agree with you because also him, you know, like, breaking his sobriety in that bar. Mm-hmm. before the show really got me because i was like no that really does at least in the book you're right at least in the book he like makes that active choice yeah at the end to like he can choose between his life or you know his addiction yeah and he chooses to live and he walks away from that bar and he has that moment with that guy where the guy like moves the glass away and he's like you know wouldn't it be great to to be a good man for your kids or whatever. Right. And Billy has that moment where he actively chooses versus in the show. It was so like Daisy realizes that she, I did like the idea that Daisy, like the way that Billy said, we can be broken together. And Daisy realizes that's not love. No, no. Love is how Camila wants you to be a good man for your kid and how she wants you to be the best version of yourself, not this broken version that you think you can be with me. So I think that that was a great moment for Daisy, I guess, Mm -hmm. but it really upset me. Like it, it, you're right. It made Billy worse because it was like Daisy telling him to go like, go choose Camila. You go choose your life. Like I'm pushing you into this choice. I'm choosing for you. I'm choosing. Exactly. Because you're too stupid to choose for yourself. Yes. (laughs) Literally though, right? Like it was really hard, I think, to watch. Yeah. I agree. Man. Man. What else? I was going to say something about um... Did you notice that, oh, the morning after Daisy overdoses. They played a Fleetwood Mac song. They, yeah, they the played background. Gold Dust Woman. Yeah, I was like, oh. yeah, <laughs> I was like, wait. So Fleetwood Mac is aware of this TV oh, show, yeah, because they had to sign off rights for that song to be used. Yeah. So I was like, very interesting. I wonder if they watched. I wonder what they think. Uh huh. Apparently, there are a couple of bands that um, Taylor TJR took inspo from. But that makes sense. I, there was one interview that it was like she watched the live performance of Silver Springs. Okay. And which, oh God, I think it was like 1990 something, um, where Stevie Nicks is just like screaming at Lindsay. And <laughs> it is like so powerful. And they, the look of like simultaneous love and hatred in their yeah. eyes. And it's like that's where that kind of comes from. But right. then like from there, there were a couple other bands. Oh, God. My fucking head hurts so bad. What is this? Um, I really do think Daisy Jones, TV Daisy Jones, was giving Stevie Nicks a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes I would look at her and I would be like, I could convince myself. Like if I squinted is... hard enough that that is young Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Which I think was... I like I, again. I'm saying I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering who's watched it. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, what else? I was going to say. Oh, 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 oh. Um. Oh my god, it lost me again. What the actual fuck? So I felt okay. Wait. So I want to remember because it's been a long time, right? Yeah. Since I read this, the talk that Camila and 
Daisy have in the hotel in yeah. the book mm-hmm. versus the show? How was that different? Because I felt like it was a lot different in the show. Was it? Oh, it was totally different. Okay, okay, okay. Because one, it was like later. It was after the show. Okay. And it was, wait, let me double check. Yeah. Okay. It was after the show. Mm-hmm. After ha- they had sang Honeycomb and there's this whole moment, right? Um, and Billy blows off Graham to go to the bar. And oh, right, Daisy yeah. tries to go to the bar to find Billy. Mm-hmm. But instead she's like, you know, she's high or whatever. So she ends up getting on the elevator And then she gets off the elevator and she's like, okay, whatever. I'm going to go take some pills in my room instead. But she can't get into her room. Like the key's not working or whatever. And that's when she runs into Camila Mm -hmm. who has Julia with her. And that's when Julia interrupts in this this interview. And she's like, while I have made a concerted effort to remove myself from the narrative, I have included here a verbatim transcript of one conversation I had with Daisy Jones, because I am in fact the only one that can corroborate this essential piece of Daisy's story. And uh, Daisy says, yeah, your mom opened the door for me Mm -hmm. and let her inside. And Camila tells Daisy she knows Billy loves her, but he won't leave her. Like he won't leave Camila for yeah Um, and camila says you need to leave the band get clean and move on right right so the energy like camila was still a badass in the show Mm -hmm. but the energies were different because like camila was still in there in tears like do you like it was still like do you love him like do you love her like she was still playing this like i think the camila in the book was this like so powerful she knew everything what was going on around her she didn't even have to ask like she was just like this is what it is this is what i need this is what i want this is what i'm gonna make happen yeah and she had a bit of that in the show still but not nearly as much as the book right and i think that like the relationship even between camilla and daisy was so different in the book than it was in the show right like there was, I think that they tried like when Camila invites Daisy to that party that they had or whatever at their house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think they like tried to show us that, but truly at the end of the day, Daisy in the book said like I left the band because Camila asked me to. Yeah, she loved like they had so much respect for each other. Yeah, yeah. They just happened to be in love with the same guy. Yeah. Um, but I I agree with you there. You know what actually made the show really good for me was the music i will say i Some was of impressed them, i loved Honeycomb. i loved yeah. the river yeah i loved the river. well they played the river about five times throughout yeah, the whole show so, so it really was... it got it got me a little bit like okay we get it yeah <laughs> i'm there we get it um but i agree i really it truly there were some points where i was like you could convince me that this was a song written in the 70s like <laughs> well they had did you see the list of yes. songwriters yes they like, they did their their due diligence they for this, did I feel. um i was genuinely impressed yeah well now who's saying talking... who sang for they Daisy. actually sang okay that's what i was thinking yeah because i was like it's giving her voice again sounds very similar to stevie Nicks. yeah yeah <laughs> i was like at some points i was like damn dude you uh-huh. could convince me uh-huh <laughs> That this was, you know, an actual Fleetwood Mac song or whatever. I genuinely was, like, very impressed by that. And I think that... SNL, they're talking an actual tour. I know, which is, like, how cool. What a weird... (laughs) What a bizarre... life we're in right now where this is something, like, a fictional band. It's giving... um, Oh, God, what was that Disney movie that had the, like, boy band in it? Which one? You know, the one... With the panda bear, the red panda bear. What? Girl, <laughs> do the listeners know what I'm saying? What? what? And there was the boy band, I'm Never Not On Your Mind. Mm-hmm. That one. No. Girl. I, Disney, no. Disney movies. There was like panda boy band. Okay, literally like bear. Turning red. Turning red. Oh, I ain't watched that. Oh, what? it was really good anyway they, I heard they really like good. had a they had a 
a boy band that they created within the context of this um of the movie movie and the the guy who was doing the actual singing oh god what is his name he's a gamer he's a streamer he was supposed to play evan hansen on broadway but then the pandemic hit what is his name oh my god no um Anyways, so they were like, oh, they, they should, like, actually go on tour and sing the one singular song. <laughs> did they? This, no. Oh. <laughs> that this anime, But they did do a performance at some award show. And, um, God, what's her name from Grey's Anatomy? There are so many goddamn characters in Grey's Anatomy. I know, but the, the cool girl, Sandra... Oh, Sandra, yes. oh, oh, I fucking she love was like, She was like a losing her goddamn mind at oh, their my little God. performance of this song. <laughs> anyway, that's funny. That's my little sound bit on um, that. On these, the new upsurge of fictional bands becoming well, I mean, real life I, things. No, but then there's like Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana. There's High School mm-hmm. Musical toured around the fucking country. The Cheetah Girls toured around the fucking country. Like, the That's fictional true. to, like, real life. That's I've true. Been, I've That's been true. around. I mean, That's but, true. like, this is obviously, like, 70s-inspired, like, different I think sounds. it's... I, I do think it's different, though, when it's, like, those characters' names are not the names of the actors. Right. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, it's, like, oh, Miley Cyrus yeah. was Miley Cyrus. Miley oh, Stewart, what was her name actually. in that? Stewart. Yeah, you're right. But you're still handling. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. Good point. Good point. I do think it's very interesting, though, because I feel like we got a break from that for a while. We weren't seeing that. And now it's like, here we come. I think it's also 10 times harder to do that when it was like a book. I think that's crazy that they did this so well. Because, you know, uh, when you, you know that meme where you're, like, reading a book and there's, like, a song mentioned, but there's no, I, like, you have no idea what the song is because it's uh-huh. made up. So you're like, what do I, what do I sing this to in my head? Do and I they actually a little put star? out a like, fucking <laughs> album. Yep. They put yeah, out an album. Yeah, it was so good, too. I was like, damn. Yep. Damn. They changed some of the lyrics and they, like, didn't yeah. include some of the lyrics that were written in the book. Yes. Which, which I think, little... you know what? I mean. Peter is not a songwriter, so I'm not, I wasn't that mad at it. Yeah. But um, one other thing I want to talk about, Karen and Graham. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Karen and Graham, I loved them in the book. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, the way that they, the whole thing, like how they broke up in the show. Yeah. And Karen being like, I didn't, I wasn't honest with him. Like I told him what he had to hear. Yeah. But I wasn't, like I did love him. And, but then like in the show she was actually like or I mean in the book she was actually like no I want to be a fucking rock star and they broke up over the abortion yeah more than anything and like in the show it was he was like okay we'll get through this like do you love me yeah yeah I think that she was way more badass in that regard in the book I think they did not do her justice yeah I love Suki yeah. Waterhouse. I love Suki Waterhouse now. I loved her as, like, in, like, I think they could have done more with how she portrayed Karen. Like, I think she was the right yeah. choice. And I think they mm-hmm. did, like, agree. a good job, but they could have done more. With that. I agree with you. I feel like it, it kind of took away from her character when they kind of did that to her right at the end. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to smack my mic. But um, I, I agree. And I feel like. I also thought in the show they were very much showing their relationship as Karen um, like kind of liked Graham mm-hmm. and Graham was like obsessed with her mm-hmm. versus like in the book it was like literally she called Graham and was yeah. like why don't you take this shot yeah yeah and he like r- runs over and yeah they, they get together which i thought was so cute yeah in the book um so in the in the show it was kind of more like i don't know it just didn't give it didn't give what it was giving in the book i agree and then i i agree with you also at the end it kind of like i feel like it kind of cheapened her yes. character to make her be like of course i wanted to be with him kind of you know but yeah but I had Which, to make that choice for him. It was more like, no, she literally in the book was like, no, I want to be a rock star. You're not going to quit the band to raise a kid. So why should I? She and made therefore... the choice for her in the book. Yeah. Whereas like mm-hmm. she made the choice for him and what he wanted. Yeah. And what was best for him in the show. 
And like I think that difference of like she chose what was best for her mm-hmm. versus she chose what was best for him. I agree. I agree. Um, with regard to Warren, no notes. Loved him book. Loved him show. Oh yeah, no notes. No notes. <laughs> He's perfect. Warren, He's so, oh. he was so silly. I loved him. Sebastian gets- Chacon. I fucking love him. He is so beautiful. I was living every time he was on the screen. So. No notes. Yeah. <laughs> Loved him. I love um, how like everyone was falling apart and he truly was just living his best life. He's like, yeah. I'm dating a movie star. <laughs> the way he told off uh, Eddie mm-hmm. uh, at like soundcheck where he was like, bro, why do you care? Yeah. <laughs> You're in rich. the biggest <laughs> band. <laughs> Literally. And then he's like, you know what I'm going to go do? I'm going to go pop a thousand dollar bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just go chill before I sing songs with my friends on this stage yeah. and then later I'm gonna go see my movie star girlfriend but yeah. you go ahead and sulk in the corner like yep. it was so good loved he had him. the right idea and then I love I loved his like interviewing sessions as well mm-hmm. I thought on a it, boat it, yes. just like... and they kept a lot of his original lines when he was like oh you know yeah I don't sign tits anymore well yeah. sometimes Lisa asks me to yeah <laughs> like, so, so funny. funny. <laughs> um, yeah. What else? Do you have anything else to share? I don't think so. I think that kind of covers my my thoughts, comments, and concerns. I will definitely probably continue listening to the music from uh, how fun from the show. I thought it was quite fun. I was genuinely impressed. So, <clears throat> sorry. Love that. Uh, I also did like how they changed some of the characters names like warren in the show is rojas instead mm-hmm. of Rhodes. Mm-hmm. um and so i was like okay they are making way for latina people to come in mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. <laughs> which is you know that's my biggest issue with tjr but i uh i don't know i think she's good at writing just white people maybe she should stick to that yeah Right yeah. for the white girlies, the yeah. nurses out there. The, the nurses, true, true. Um, obviously, song that reminds you of the book this time. Any song from Rumors, I feel. Oh yeah, uh, the chain. <laughs> literally dreams. Yeah, any, any song from Rumors. Um, I want to rate the book and the show separately. Okay book was really mid to me it was a three okay show i could i could give it a four i think i just like the format better okay for myself um and the music got me i was like okay i can feel a little more invested but i will say you know yeah like like we discussed though i didn't like some of the changes that they made in the show yeah yeah um but i think overall i think the format for me fit like the show fit better for for me to enjoy the story okay um so yeah okay i'm gonna do four for both fair okay for different reasons like lay it down for me yes so for for the book i loved the book it wasn't like one of my favorite books but like i really enjoyed the audiobook i liked the interview style it but like again it wasn't like out of this world Mm -hmm. um and then the show, I think I enjoyed the show a lot because it had been so long since I read the book. Mm-hmm. And I like I had to look up. I'm like, wait a second, that doesn't feel quite right, but I don't remember mm-hmm. what is different. And um and I I really I didn't like the differences with the Billy and Daisy shit and the whole like when oh my god, when she the scene where she's like, We should be together and he's like two. Like no, yeah, that completely what? ruined the like, the te- like the, all the things left unsaid in the book. Mm-hmm. All the things left, it was just the music. Like he never did anything. He wouldn't dare do anything in the book. Whereas like, yeah, he crossed I do so think, though, many lines in the show. I, I do think though that's part of why the TV show version of it made more sense. Yeah, format no. wise, because in the book they're lying through their teeth. Like, yeah. of course, Billy is gonna lie to his kid about what he actually did, no. and the whole it time makes... Daisy's being like, "Well, what did your mom tell you?" You know, yeah. she doesn't want to piss off Julia either and make her sad. Yeah. So I think in the show, for 
we for us for we for us to get to see them lie and then see what really happened quote unquote i thought that was like yeah you see but but it doesn't even make it sound like they lied in the like true i think it was more omitting yeah no yeah yeah but i and i think it is kind of implied that what they showed in those scenes were just like the acting out of what they were telling in the interviews perhaps that's what i was i got more like that was the flashback to me oh i was what really happened this was like this was the scene and this is what i'm of like what i am telling you in the interview that's what i thought that was but um interesting because i thought like in the cases where I don't know. Billy said something mean to Eddie or whatever, and then they flash forward, and Billy was like, "I don't think I said anything really aggressive to him that day." I thought that was showing like Billy's lying oh, in the interview. Maybe. maybe I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, so I think four stars. Four stars. I liked some of the changes. Didn't like some. I. I'm so excited to see what. Camilla Maroni Marone does now. Um, the one who she's played. cool. Yeah, she left Leo DiCaprio's ass, and now she's. Oh, that's who she is. I know yeah. none of these people. I only know Suki Waterhouse's name. That was oh the same I'd never no. seen her before. I was like, oh, that's Suki Waterhouse. I've never seen this. Actually, that's a lie because that recent photo of her and what's his face from that circulated. The, oh my god, Lolita. Yeah, Lolita. Where I, I'm now literally. She's- one now she's reading friends, my dark Vanessa. I know. Well, one of my friends like commented when that when these photos resurfaced on TikTok recently, like uh-huh. commented me like my name oh, on there. Fuck. And I was like, it was Kayla. And I was like, Shout I was like, Kayla. girl, you I was like, girl, you know damn well I probably reblogged this back in the day. Like a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Romanticize the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, Suki's grown. I've grown. We're growing. We're growing We're people. Growing. Um, it was cool to actually see her face yeah no and now um suki and robert pattinson are like the cutest fucking couple oh, ever that's who she's dating yeah these are things that i years. knew but i didn't now i'm clicking the pieces. it's everything's coming together yeah they've been together for together. years and camilla camilla marone maroni whatever she's 25 now and right, she, she just passed leo's uh right but age. apparently she was age. the one who um broke up with him she left oh, him slay right slay girly but she started dating him when she was how old date Leo age. i think it was 19 <laughs> i was kidding i was kidding yeah. i will say i thought it was very interesting um we decided we were gonna read this tuesday night wednesday i read the whole book while i was working Thursday, I watched <laughs> the whole show in one day. I was like, I have not. I, don't I am really so watch impressed. TV that often, so I, I definitely don't binge things the way that I did yesterday. And I was like, genuinely, I feel like ten hours of my day were taken yeah. up by this TV show. Um, but it was quite. I don't know. Was it worth it? I, I thought it was really fun to read and then watch, like back yeah. to back. I did think that that was like. I, nothing was lost on me. I was making the connections. I was noticing the, the little gaps and things of the yeah. sort. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was a which I feel like generally when I've done a oh I read and then I watch the adaptation. Mm-hmm. Perhaps there's more time in between. Right. Um. So I thought that this was actually a really fun way to to do that. Was yeah. to just fucking dedicate your entire life for two whole days to this piece of media in different formats. <laughs> Wait, this is so interesting. So wait, I just have to say, they broke up August of 2022. So they were together all through her filming the show, or at least most of filming the show and everything. I'm just like, just the context of like who was with who during what. Yeah. All of this. So fascinating. I hate the idea that potentially she got that role because of him. I think she did it justice, though. I agree. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying anything towards her. I'm saying like I hate that that's a thing in Hollywood. I don't 
She, what was she in? She's been in a few other things. I've never seen this woman's face. Small, like, indie productions. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I will say with the, with the way that this show was done, this adaptation, I think that this is going to be kind of like the example that's going to be held up when it comes to adaptations. Like, I think Heartstopper and Daisy Jones and the Six are going to be held up as examples for how you do an adaptation. You know what I mean? But Heartstopper, I think it should be fucking normal people of anything. I know you fucking hated that hated book, that. but the sh- the way that they adapt, like I have never watched a show adaptation of a book mm-hmm. that was like so perfect. Did you read Normal People? Yeah, I ended up reading it. Okay, okay, okay. I couldn't yeah. remember. Yeah. Interesting. I think that was the best. They kept every they kept the essence of everything that needed to be kept. And very little was changed. And but then they changed so much in conversations with friends. But I mean that was also trash. But I still don't think I can watch it. But (laughs) don't watch it. I I tried to watch it and I gave up. Don't do it. It was awful. I do I think perhaps normal people was just like just before people started caring about book talk book talk though yeah so that's maybe perhaps that's why i'm saying daisy jones and the six and heartstopper because it's more within the context of like very popular books from book talk that are being yeah. adapted okay like fair. I, f- I feel like i did not hear about normal people until after the show came out yeah and i was like oh there's a book you know um but like for example we just heard that beach reads getting an adaptation mm-hmm. uh, which i just they better not make a white man guess you know I fear they probably will. I fear they will. I also want to put in my two cents one more time for book lovers. Please sign Oscar Isaac. Please, he is yeah. my Charlie Lastra. Please, that's all I, I have want... to say today. Yeah, I think that that covers it. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Host Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhostpod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Cabrera-Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstead. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.